the college football experience database top 25 for week eight on the sports gambling podcast network. It's brought to you by underdog fantasy. Underdog has just added pick them scorchers where you can win a hundred times the money you enter. Yeah, that's right. Turn $5 into $500 in just one game. Plus every single Sunday, they're giving away a hundred thousand dollars folks. What are you doing? Get on in. Uh, use that promo code SGP at, under, at underdog fantasy for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by game time. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Download the game time app, create an account. Use that promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. We're also brought to you by hall of fame bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player preps and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today, people. And we're giving away three grand in our second chance NFL Survivor Contest. Get in this before this Sunday. It's presented by Corey Pinkston in Barking Dog Properties. Free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. Sometimes people. Hey, everybody. Joe Theismann here. You're listening to SGPN. So do this. Let it ride. Football experience. Database top 25. What the hell is that? <laughs> yes. Uh, look, excited to bring you another set of database top 25 rankings where I basically just cut out the bullshit. Cut out the bullshit on uh, the, the college football ranking system, which is just a silly way to dictate the top 25 teams. Because uh, well, I mean, I think there should be credentials. I think there's a way to do it correctly, and I think we're gonna do it correctly on this very show. But you know, I, I think when you look at it, it, it's clearly people that I don't think are qualified to 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 rank the 25 if they're not watching games all week, and sometimes their results show that. So uh, yeah, we're gonna jump in. We're gonna talk about it. Um, I, I I mean, I can't help but laugh at uh, at the current top 25. I think it's pathetic. I think we should all be insulted. And I think, uh, you know, I think it's a system that is very stupid right now. And you know, we should have people watching this millions of dollars are at stake based on these rankings. All right. Um, So I think we should have people, you know, making sure that they've watched all the games. Right. And I would like, you know, I think we should have a format where you should be able to ask the people, the voters essentially saying, why would you do that? Right? Explain yourself. Well, we don't do that. We don't do that. Perhaps you're wondering who the hell I am. And that's fair. My name is Colby swing database dad, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet 
speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're going to pay for it. Good night. Love that clip. David Thompson, YouTube. Take advantage, folks. It's all there. It's free to the world. Uh, David Thompson, Charlotte City Council, I think it is. Type that into Google. Thank me later. Um, let's uh let's get into it because uh we're just gonna jump off with a bang here. Uh at number twenty-five in the AP poll is the UCLA Bruins, which I I where did I have UCLA ranked? Let's just so I uh I had UCLA at uh, let's see thirty eight and they put them at twenty five. I try to understand their logic, and I don't really understand it. So um, I don't know. I don't get it. But uh, that's their number twenty five team. My number twenty five team uh, is. And this is a stretch. I'll say this is a little bit of look. Here's the thing. I tried to do this show on Tuesdays, but because CJ had a situation, it got pushed to Wednesday. I try to get it in before the other games. All right. To give you an idea, Liberty won last night and they're undefeated. I think they'll probably be deserving of the 25th team, but I guess they'll be 25th next Tuesday <laughs> or maybe higher, uh, depending on how the other teams do. So the Flame and Libs are not in my top 25 because it's not on based, it's not based on last night's result. So at number 25, I have the LSU Tigers. And, um, you know, the AP poll, I think, is just a fucking joke. To put LSU at 19 is one of the most ridiculous things. Now, I put them at 25, and I even think there you can argue that they don't belong number 25. Uh, my logic really is uh, is the fact that uh, they have one win against a team over 500. We're just gonna. They have two losses. Only two. I think I only have two teams with two losses in my top twenty-five. Um, and I don't understand how they have them ahead of these other schools, <laughs> like Louisville and Missouri. Well, and they beat Missouri head to head. Okay, but Mizzou only has one loss, and Mizzou has beaten. A lot more teams that were over 500. It makes no sense. It's some name brand bullshit. I repeat, LSU, the Louisiana State Tigers. You want their wins? It's six and one Mizzou. That's their best win of the season. Their second best win of the season is Auburn, three and three Auburn, or a three and three Mississippi State team. And I think both those teams are trash, personally. I think they're disguising their three and three. Mississippi State's three wins, you know, uh, what Arizona? I guess that win is looking better, but wrong quarterback was starting that game for for the Wildcats. Then Western Michigan and Southeast Louisiana, they're a garbage team. All right, Auburn's a little bit better than Mississippi State, but I still don't think I think that resume is pretty pretty fucking weak. Now I know you can say, well, their losses are by an undefeated team and a one loss team, and that's fair. That's fair, and and both were 
kind of on the road. I know the Florida State game was neutral, and that's really the reason why I'm putting them in here at number twenty-five. Is I do think uh, at Florida State. Now they lost that game by twenty-one points, and that should be noted. Uh, but that Ole Miss by six. I think their resume, the fact that they have three wins over teams five hundred or better at this very moment. Like I said, I think that's going to get worse as the weeks get on. Those wins will get worse. But I try to look at it what has been accomplished, and I think you have to put them uh, at number twenty-five. A lot of that logic is they're four and two, um, four and two. That is against uh, against power fives. You know, so that that's kind of the, the the logic there. They're one of the only teams that has played six power fives, so that's why I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt there. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's a joke that they have them over those other teams. I mean, they have them over a lot of other teams that just don't make any sense to me. Um, but that is my number twenty five team in all the land is. Uh, and by the way, my honorable mention Liberty right outside there, Washington state, right outside there, Tulane, right outside there, uh, Georgia state, Clemson, West Virginia, right outside the top 25. Um, but at number 24, I got the Fresno state bulldogs. And I think you can, I mean, for anyone for, for the LSU fans in, how are we behind Fresno state? Well, Fresno state only has one loss and uh Another thing is Fresno State's played more road games, right? Now I know you could say, well, Fresno hasn't beaten, you know, they've beat a, they've won against two power fives on the road. Now it turns out Purdue and Arizona state, not very good teams, but, but if that's gonna, if that's gonna help, if we're going to use those same credentials to help Michigan and Georgia's case, you have to apply them to Fresno state's case. Fresno state's only loss was by a one score or why one score at a, at a five and two team. Um, so I think they're des- more deserving than uh, than than the likes of of LSU right now. Um, yeah, and I think you could argue they should be the ahead of this next team, and that is the so at, at twenty four Fresno State. I got to remember to hit this hit this old button here. Um, yeah, I think Jeff Tedford's doing an unbelievable job. Is a nice they they they've what they're three and one on the road. They've played four road games already. That's Double most every school in the in the country. That's a power five. You got to reward that. So uh, I I think they deserve twenty four. I think you can make the case that they should be twenty three because at number twenty three I have the Tennessee Volunteers. Whoa 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 whoa, Kobe. What Tennessee and Fresno? You can make the case that Fresno is is uh you know deserving of of a spot ahead of Tennessee. I mean. Tennessee's best win is as against Texas A&M who's four and three currently. I'm curious how that will look say uh, at the end of the year, A&M got South Carolina in a couple weeks. They get a bye week this week. They get at Ole Miss. I think they get a home game against Mississippi state and FCS and then at LSU. But if they don't, if they were to trip up against uh, Mississippi state or South Carolina, you're talking about a team that could be six and six, but you know, that's looking in the future, looking ahead. I do think you got to rank Tennessee ahead of Fresno state, but it ain't by much. It ain't by much. Tennessee's best win is to Texas A&M with a backup quarterback. Their second best win is UTSA with a backup quarterback. So there's not much meat on the bone for the Vols. 
Uh, they've only played one away game, and that's that's why I think the Fresno State ranking. You could argue that Fresno deserves to be ahead of Tennessee. Fresno's played four times, <laughs> four times the amount of road games as Tennessee. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, and and Fresno's three and one on the road, and meanwhile Tennessee's zero and one on the road. Think you make think think we're making a good case here, but I put Tennessee at twenty three, um, just because I I do think. Their win against A and M is better than anything on Fresno's resume at this very moment. Um, I don't know if that will stand, but uh, that's the logic there. Um, at number twenty-two, uh, I got. Uh, let's jump on over to. Sorry, I'm going over to the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. This is my t- my highest ranked two-loss team, and once again. Can anyone make any sense of uh, you know? I don't know. They put Notre Dame uh, ahead of Louisville <laughs> in the AP poll. Let me get this straight. I I just want to make this make sense. I, I this is such a such a fucking sham of a ranking system. Um, so we have Louisville. Who beat Notre Dame by th- by double digits and really was up like twenty points with like th- three minutes left, right? Louisville has one loss. Um, Louisville has played more Power Five teams. Uh, they have a head-to-head. Notre Dame has two losses. <laughs> Notre Dame's ahead of Louisville. <laughs> If you don't see the corruption in this, I don't know what else to tell you. You know what I mean? Like if you don't see how corrupted the sport is and why you need a large playoff system, there's nothing else to say. You know what I mean? Like they just played Louisville beat the shit out of them 10 days ago, 10 days ago. And Notre Dame by beating USC convincingly that surpasses Louisville. (laughs) It's a fucking joke. It's an absolute fucking joke. Um, all right, look, we're gonna get to the we're gonna get to the rest of these, but I want to tell you that the college football experience, database top twenty five for week eight, is brought to you by Second Chance Survivor and the NFL Gambling Podcast. Yes, uh, look, you're already knocked out of your NFL Survivor. We know this. All right, I am too. Don't worry about it. All right, we got you covered. SGPN's got a Second Chance Survivor starting this week. Get in there before Sunday. Presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. Three grand is up for grabs. Winner take all starts this weekend. So sign up now. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. And we're also brought to you by the NFL Gambling Podcast. Those guys, the NFL Gambling Podcast host, Moneyline Mac and Company, are doing a review contest. Leave an Apple Podcast review for with your favorite touchdown-related bet for this weekend, and the biggest winner will get a $50 SGPN gift card. Make sure to include, though, your YouTube username in the review. So we can contact you essentially. So um, anyway, uh, we're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. Go five for five and pick up Scorchers and enjoy a spicy hundred times payout. Yeah, for a limited time only. Underdog is extending their first deposit up to five hundred dollars. Hundred grand Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. Ten lucky players are going to win ten k each week. Bargain deals over there. Uh, I know an underdog I like 
um, is the rice owls for Thursday. So jump on in on that. Watch along, make your picks, maybe make a little extra cash over at underdogs, mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com When you sign up with the promo code S G P N underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. Once again, underdog fantasy promo code S G P N. All right. We are back on the college football experience. Shout out, shout out to the chat uh, Gator nation. You're talking about the, uh, the NFL survivor. Um, that is uh sports gambling podcast.com slash survivor to get in there. Shout out to the chat. You can watch this episode, youtube.com slash the college experience. Um, let's jump, jump, jump along. But that Notre Dame Louisville thing is just, yeah, it's just so ridiculous. It's just so fucking ridiculous that you can't even, you can't even take the top 25 respectfully. <laughs> it, it, it's insulting. It, it insults anyone with normal intelligence. Um, Next up, let's let's go to the likes of um, a team that I think uh, you know. So no, wait, no, I'm sorry. Let me explain Notre Dame more. Notre Dame's 22. Notre Dame's 22 because their schedule does, out of all the two lost teams, like if you compare Notre Dame and LSU's resume, I think Notre Dame's resume is a lot better. All right, and even the AP agrees with me, which is insane, right? Uh, you have essentially LSU's wins are Mississippi State three and three, Auburn three and three, Missouri six and one. That's that's their that's their big one there. Uh, meanwhile, Notre Dame has a six and one win against USC, a five and one win against Duke, and also uh, Central Michigan. The fire up chips. They're uh they they have a winning record and a big time win against South Alabama. Also, Navy is three and three, so they have four of those. Uh, they also have played more Power Fives. So uh, that is the logic there. Uh, and another thing is they, uh, they have a better road record than LSU. So I think they're more deserving. Uh, they also didn't lose a game by, well, LSU's loss is worse than uh, the Notre Dame's um, from a score perspective, not a resume perspective. Um, but anyway, let's, let's continue on this journey uh, as number Number what? 21. Is it now is the air force Falcons aim high, miss small. All right. Um, the logic here is they're undefeated. Now their resume was shitty. And I know no one, I, I know that their non-con sucked, but a part of that is because no one plays them in the non-con. No one wants to schedule them because they'll beat the shit out of you. And they've proven that, uh, you know I mean? Like they, I'm joking, but I'm not, you know what I mean? Like they don't want to play service Academy schools. That's why Tennessee paid army over a million dollars to not play them last year. Um, and air force is the best of the service Academy schools. They've won like 10 games, three of the past four seasons. And uh, I know it's hard. I mean that like I, I've talked, I went to mountain West media day. I, I can, I've talked to people about this. So they want to schedule more aggressively. People don't want to schedule them. They got their first big win of the season. I would say uh, against a quality opponent in the Wyoming Cowboys and they're undefeated. And they're not only they undefeated, they have double digit wins in every game except the Wyoming game. So they deserve it. I, in my opinion, as an undefeated team. And to me, if we're not going to have a system where people are going to duck them, you got to rank them. You got to honor them. So uh, I have the air force Falcons at number 21 at number 20. I got the Duke blue devils. 
Uh, look, I want to take Duke and play and put them higher, but I don't think you can with their current resume. Now their resume is solid, but so their wins against Clemson by, by, by 21 against a four and two Clemson. Also, they have a win against a four and three NC state and a 500 Northwestern. However, they only have one road win. And that's really why I have them ranked as uh, them in Tennessee as the worst one loss teams, essentially. And uh, them Tennessee and Fresno. And I, I, I really think Duke's 21 point win against Clemson is better than what Fresno and Tennessee have. And that's why it's more deserving. Also, Tennessee only has uh, the Tennessee uh, doesn't have a second win against a power five with a winning record. Duke does. Duke also has a win against Northwestern who's three and three and they've played uh, for the most part, all starting quarterbacks. So um, that's the logic there. Uh, their resume is a little bit better than Tennessee's currently. So blue devils sitting there at number 20 at number 19. I got the Iowa Hawkeyes. Yeah, everyone likes to talk shit about him right now, but for stupid reasons. Uh, the the uh, what what is Herm said? Hello, you play to win the game, um, and and that's the logic here. Is as my computer is is definitely uh, about to blow up. I feel like, but Iowa is is the team I have ranked there, and uh, you know Iowa's resume. I know they have a 30, 31 point loss to Penn State at Penn State. Which is one of the worst losses a ranked team can have. Essentially, I know you got a couple other twenty-point losses uh, for for some ranked teams, but uh, that is probably the biggest deficit off the top of my head. I didn't I didn't break all that down, but I think it is. Um, and but you got to throw that one out. That's at Penn State, one of the toughest environments in college football to grab a dub. Look at the wins is what you have to do, and I think when you do. You see, they have a. They're four and one against Power Five, so they've played more Power Fives than almost uh, every other one-loss team, right? And they have road wins. They have road wins at Iowa State, who's four and three now, right? They have a road win at Wisconsin, who's four and two. So two key road wins against winning teams. Uh, that stands out to me as one of the most important fa- factors in me ranking them this high, and that is why I have the Iowa Hawkeyes. Let's see if I can put that graphic up there. I don't know that I can. And um, yeah, I don't anyway. What the hell is happening? Application not responding. All that good stuff. But I got the Iowa Hawkeyes at number twenty. Um, as I give me a second here, I'm gonna get back into this mix. But uh, yeah, I mean the uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes. I don't. The point is to win the game, folks. I, I think sometimes we forget that. Like you, everyone gets caught up in a flashy offense. It's like who gives a shit if you win the games and there's they, they could go 11 and 1. All right? So why why should we be paying attention to the the fact that their offense is struggling when all they do is win games that other teams can't do? You know what I mean? If you look, other teams haven't been able to get that done. So uh shout out to Troy says finally the real rankings are released. Yes, yes, thank you. Um I think the Iowa Hawkeyes are well deserving of the 19 spot. And I think if you compare the resumes to Duke, you say, well, Duke's only loss was barely to Notre Dame fair. And Iowa lost by 31, but Duke's only road win is at Yukon, right? Who's one in five. Iowa's road wins at Wisconsin, four and two at Iowa state, four and three, that's gotta mean something. And then they have the loss at Penn state 31, nothing. So they they've they've been well on the road and that's the difference to me in the ranking 
Uh, at number 18, I got the Oregon ducks. What? What? Wait, what? Why? They, they were in that game. They only lose by three to Washington. How do you, they should be in the top 10. No, no, they shouldn't. And I'll make my case. They have one win against a team with a winning record. And that's, that's the Colorado Buffaloes who are four and three and looking like a team that's going to end up four and eight or five and seven. So uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's uh, the resume speaks for itself. They also only play four. They've only played four power fives. They're just two and one on the road. Their best win is Col- is, is Colorado, you know, Texas Tech's three and four. So that road win in Lubbock where they barely won that thing doesn't stand out as a super impressive win right now. Um, and I think, I think the resume speaks for itself. You know, they have played an FCS. That's another thing I pay attention to is which teams have played FCSs um, and, and, and good ones and bad ones at that. So um, Oregon at number 18 is, is I think well, de- well deserving. You know what I mean? Like I, I get it. I think they should be ahead of Iowa because it is a three-point loss at Washington in a game that they led in the fourth quarter. But at the same time, they don't have a lot of meat on their bone. Iowa actually has better wins than Oregon, but Oregon's loss is better than Iowa's. So it's trying to find that middle ground. So uh my logic was I think Oregon deserves to be slightly ahead of the Hawkeyes. Uh at number well, I, I keep forgetting to, to hit this. I need Noah behind the scenes. He's off. He's off in the world today. At number 17, I got the Mizzou Tigers, Missouri. Uh, the logic here is uh, that the Tigers um, look, they, they, their resume is not bad. Yes. They have a 10 point loss to LSU. And even that is misleading. Cause that was a three point game pick six with like what? 30 seconds left. Um, but it's the resume. You have a win against a four and two Kansas state team, a win against a four and two Memphis team, a win at a five and two Kentucky team. Uh, now here's the only knock against Mizzou's. They've only played one road game, right? Uh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. They played two. They played at Vandy, right? Well, they've only played one road. They only have one road win against a team with a winning record and that is Kentucky. But the Memphis game was neutral, but it was in the state of Missouri. We're going to give that to Mizzou. Um, either way, I, I I think their their resume is pretty good. That was a great win, double digit win at f- at a five and one Kentucky team. Even though we know Kentucky's probably a little counterfeit uh, right now, that win looks really good. We'll see how that shapes up uh, at the end of the road here. Um, but yeah, I think you have to have them ahead of the other schools. Like comparing them and Tennessee's resume, you know, Tennessee hasn't beaten a five win team. Uh, Kentucky's a five win team. A and M's a four win team. You also, I mean, shit, Kansas state's record's better than a and M's right now. You know, Mizzou's record is better than a and M's. Now I know that's a group of five against power five, but Memphis is certainly better than UTSA. So there's that. Uh, and that's the logic for, for putting, uh, you know, the tigers at number 17. I want to see where the AP has. So they have, they have Mizzou at 20. So they're not giving them their respect. It's okay. Uh, at number 16, I got the Oregon state beavers. How could I put Oregon state over Oregon? How could you do that? Uh, well, the logic was pretty simple here. You uh, Oregon's best win is four and three Colorado. Now granted that was a blowout, but uh, Oregon state's best wins are five and one Utah in four and two UCLA. 
They have a much better resume. Plus they both have three point losses on the road in the state of Washington. Yeah. I know the Oregon game. They had the lead in the fourth Oregon state didn't, but I don't care. Those wins are way better than Oregon's Oregon state should be ranked ahead of Oregon. Um, and I, I don't think anyone would disagree with that. Right? I think the world would say Utah and UCLA are much better than Colorado. Next, next. Uh, they don't even have Oregon State. No, they have what? They have Oregon State at twelve. I have them at uh, sixteen. See, so they actually had they actually have Oregon State higher than me, which is uh you know kind of shocking. That's just because they they ignore a couple other schools, but uh, I think the Beavs are really good. Uh, at number fifteen, I have USC. Now they have USC behind Oregon State, and look. This one is is interesting to me. I feel like you could put Oregon State and probably should put Oregon State ahead of USC. The only thing is USC has played more Power Fives than Oregon State. That's the only thing. And technically, USC's resume they have a win at four and three Colorado. They also have a win against four and three Arizona. You know what? Let's move this. Let's put let's put Oregon State. We're gonna change this right in front of our fucking face. All right, let's put Oregon State at 15. Even though USC has played one more Power Five than Oregon State thus far, and that was kind of my logic, uh, let's put let's put USC at 16, Oregon State at 15, because I still think the wins, Oregon State's wins against Utah and UCLA, better than Arizona and Colorado, uh, and that's that's and and another thing is Oregon State's loss was by three, USC's was by 28. So let's let's move that. so Oregon State now at 15, USC at 16. Uh at number 14 is the Ole Miss Rebels. Um Ole Miss Their resume is pretty fucking good. I know that they got Tulane without Michael Pratt and that score is fucking misleading. 17 point win against uh Tulane, but that was a game in the fourth quarter. But Ole Miss only loss is at Bama by 14. They have wins against five and two LSU, five and one Tulane, a three and three Georgia Tech team that's five hundred. You know, a power five. Uh, they are just one and one on the road. You'd like to see them on the road. You know, once again, Fresno's played double the amount of road games as Ole Miss. But uh, uh, hey, I mean, there's th- and another thing is they've only played four power fives, which is once again, uh, it's not as much as most schools. So uh, thus far, but. I think you got to put Ole Miss in there. I think their wit, their resume, their wins against 500 teams or better is better than a lot of other schools. So I know they caught a break with the Pratt injury, but it's not their fault. Pratt didn't play. So, uh, and they have, they have Oregon state or they have Ole Miss at 13. I have them at 14 at number 13 for me is the Utah Utes. And once again, I think they're just not rewarding them. It's almost like the Iowa system here. I have Utah higher than Utah uh, further back. In the AP, I think they're 14, only one spot off, but still, I think they're, they're they they should their wins. So Florida's five and two, even though we know it's a counterfeit five and two. It's a good win for Utah. You got to pay attention to it. Plus, UCLA, even though we know UCLA, who knows how good their resume really is? Four and two currently. Those are two power fives. They've also played more power fives than Ole Miss. They've also played more power fives than Mizzou. They've also played more power fives than Tennessee, uh, more power fives than Oregon. So that's why they deserve to be ahead of Oregon, in my opinion. And uh, 
yeah, I I would also argue that they play a better FCS than those. So uh, Utah deserves it to me to be number thirteen in the database top twenty-five at number twelve. Um, and I'm, I know I'm fucking this up here. I should be doing this. It's hard to balance all this shit. Uh, at number twelve, uh, I got the Alabama Crimson Tide, and look, they're getting it done now. Some of their losses, or some—I mean, sorry—some of their wins don't look as good because South Florida looks like complete ass now. Um, but you do have a win against a five and one Ole Miss, four and three A and M, and a three and three Mississippi State. You also technically. I know that USF game, you know, that counts as a road game, even though it was all Alabama fans, but they're three and zero on the road, which is better than a lot of other schools. Um, so I think you, uh, I, I think you, uh, you know, I think you have to have Alabama at that, at that spot, you know? So um, Bama and another thing is Bama beat Ole Miss head to head. So you can't even, I don't think it's fair to put Ole Miss ahead of Bama. Um, with the when they have the same record and they've done that uh, at number eleven, I got the Louisville Cardinal. Wait, how could you put the Louisville Cardinal there? Uh, they dropped ten spots from last week because they lost. But guess what? Louisville still has played the most Power Five teams in the in the nation. <laughs> yeah, and du- sometimes double the amount of other teams. Believe it or not. That are currently look at Oklahoma. They've only played three power fives. Louisville's played six. How the fuck is this equal? Um. So Louisville lost by seventeen in a game where they outgained Pitt by almost three hundred yards. And uh, look, I think their resume. They have a win against six and two Notre Dame. They have a win at four and three NC State. They have wins at Georgia Tech three and three, home versus Boston College three and three. Now I know those those teams I think are counterfeit as shit, but if we're honoring them for Florida State or Ole Miss, Ole Miss beat Georgia Tech. We're honoring it. Uh, Boston College lost to Florida State. We're honoring that on Florida State's resume, so it's got to be honored on Louisville's. And I feel like that's where I I, I really have an issue with the top twenty five is they honor it in, situationally, and I think it's a bunch of bullshit. Um, but uh, yeah, I think Louisville is their resume is better than every other one loss team with the exception of one, one loss team, which I'll get to in a second here, but I think they're well deserving of the number 11 spot right now at number 10. I got the Texas longhorns. Yes. I have Texas, the team that I despise as the top one loss team. And I think they deserve it. I think their resume is better. Check this out. They have, they have played uh less power fives than Louisville, right? Louisville's played six power fives. Texas has played four. This is the argument you could have. And I wouldn't have a problem with Louisville fans saying they deserve to be the top one loss team. Uh, but the difference is Louisville did lose by 17. That's got to account for something, even though I know they severely outgained Pitt. Uh, Texas lost by four to Oklahoma an undefeated team. Pitt is a terrible team. Uh, at the moment, at least, um, and their other resume. How about this? Their win at six and one Alabama. They have a win against Wyoming, five and two. Kansas, five and two. I know those guys had backup quarterbacks those games, but that's not Texas's fault. They also have a win against three and three Rice. Uh, so that's four wins over teams five hundred or better. 
And I think you got to honor that. Uh, they're also two and oh on the road. Um, it's a good argument. Louisville or Texas. I think Texas has the better win. Louisville's best win is home to Notre Dame at Alabama is better than that win to me. Texas deserves to be the, the highest ranked one loss team. At number nine, I have the Georgia Bulldogs and you really look at Georgia's resume and it's, it's really nothing. They have one win against a team with a winning record. And that's the Kentucky wildcats who are five and two and Kentucky in its own right. Doesn't has one besides the Florida win at home. Kentucky has not beaten a ranked or a, uh, a winning team. Kentucky might be the most phony team in the nation. Uh, their resume is, is really thin as far as two lost teams, but um, Georgia did dominate the one by 38. If memory serves me correct. Um, they also won at, at Auburn, who is three and three. You got to honor that right now. If we're going to honor it for LSU, we got to honor it for Georgia. Um, even though I know LSU blew them out and Georgia, you know, kind of struggle with them, but I think Georgia still deserves this. I think right now they they're, they're the worst resume based on, uh, based on power five schools undefeated. Now I had Michigan behind them last week. I had Michigan at 12, Georgia at 10, but see Michigan, not only did they dominate where Georgia struggled against Vandy a little bit. Also uh, Michigan's other teams, they faced looked like UNLV one uh, Rutgers one. So like the resume boosted up for Michigan, whereas Georgia's South Carolina loses, you know, the resume and Kentucky gets, gets beat by 17 by Mizzou. So Georgia's resume goes down. So uh, I think Georgia at number number nine is accurate. I think it's what it should be. So uh, once again, we're not projecting how they would face against another team. We're face. We're, we're we're saying based on what you've done this year, you deserve the number nine spot. And I think that's accurate, um, folks. Before I get to number eight, want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by uh, Game Time. The Game Time app. Yes, buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be that stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater that is near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you'll be having at that very event. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the promo code CFBX to get $20 off your first purchase. Once again, terms apply. Create that account. Redeeming code is CFBX for $20 off. Download the Game Time app. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Russell brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Uh, stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and uh, use the promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, we are back on the college football experience. I had Georgia at number nine. Um, at number eight, I got the Michigan Wolverines. And, uh, yeah, I think Michigan's a been more dominating this season, but uh, I think their resume is a little bit better, <laughs> believe it or not. Um, th- I, this is a good debate, I guess, but I'm um, no, not really. Like, 
Kentucky's five and two. Now, Michigan's best win is five and two Rutgers, right? I do think Kentucky is better than Rutgers, FYI. But after that, Georgia's that's Georgia's only win against a team with a winning record. Currently, Michigan has wins against Rutgers five and two. UNLV five and one. UNLV did beat Vanderbilt, uh, you know, of the SEC. Uh, and then, okay, so what's Georgia's second best win? It's at Auburn, three and three Auburn. Well, Michigan won at Minnesota, three and three, at Nebraska, three and three. Their resume is better than Georgia's right now. So I think you have to honor it and say the Michigan Wolverines deserve the number eight spot. At number seven, I got the James Madison Dukes, who. <laughs> AP, wait, they don't even have him ranked. I want to talk about one of the biggest fucking champs. Uh, there's only two teams in the nation that have, well, no, yeah, that have, uh, I think, three road wins. <laughs> and JMU's one of them. Uh, unbelievable. To me, JMU's resume, they have three wins against teams 500 or better, five and two Troy, four and three South Alabama, who beat. What four or five and two Oklahoma State thirty four to seven I think it was. Um, they also beat Georgia Southern, who's four and two. And once again, if we're going to honor that Georgia Southern win for Wisconsin's resume, it needs to be honored for JMU's. JMU also has a Power Five win. If we're honoring the Virginia win for Tennessee, then we need to honor it for JMU. Uh, I think JMU's resume right now is better than Georgia's. I repeat, I really believe that. I really believe if Kentucky and Troy play on a neutral site, I don't know who the fuck I'm taking. I guess I'd lean Kentucky, but I'll tell you this Auburn, Georgia Southern or Auburn, South Alabama on a neutral site. I don't feel very good about Auburn's chances. That's a wash to me. And the fact that the third they they've done that three times. I think, I think it's a better resume right now. Now, after the cocktail party, if Georgia wins, I think Georgia will surpass JMU. But based on the resume thus far, the fact that JMU has won more road games, uh, beat more teams with a winning record, I think it should be ranked ahead of Michigan and, and, and Georgia. And they've done it dominating. JMU's whooped. Now, I know some of the final scores because other teams have caught up, but JMU's been up like, what, double digits? I feel like in every fucking game they've been in. Um, Anyway, let's continue on. I know people will say I'm a fucking idiot, but I think right now, once again, I think Michigan wins, you know, uh, they might surpass JMU this week. Georgia wins the cocktail party. They would surpass JMU. Um, It'll work itself out as the season goes. That's why I think it's a more honest system. At number six, I got the Oklahoma Sooners. Now Oklahoma's got a very interesting resume. Because right now, I think this is a counterfeit resume, but right now they have wins. A lot of their, their like their resume, Arkansas State's three and three. I th- I happen to think Arkansas State's ass, but they're five hundred, right? And if we're gonna use that in another realm, we gotta we gotta stay consistent here. SMU is four and two, even though SMU has beaten zero teams with a winning record. They're four and two, and they're gonna be five and two because they play at Temple Friday night, but you got to honor that Tulsa's three and three. I kind of think Tulsa's ass too, but 
Iowa State is now four and three. Texas is five and one. Now here's the thing though, is they they've only played three power fives, which is way worse than almost every team in the land. Um so uh you gotta dock them there. Um but uh they also, you know, have some pretty convincing wins. You know, they've be, they've beaten the shit out of a lot of teams. So and that win against Texas, a lot better than a lot of other wins. But because they've only played three power fives, once again, most teams have played every team ahead of them has played more. And I think that's the deciding factor for me is, is the fact that they haven't, they haven't played much. There's not a lot of meat on the bone as far as, as power fives. If we're going to honor power fives, cause the res, I mean, look, if they've done this for years, power five, win means more than a group of five win. Well, when I'm going to use that logic by presenting this, um, yeah, now they have Oklahoma they have Oklahoma in the AP at number six too. So we actually are on par there at number five. I have Ohio state. Now they have Ohio state number three, <laughs> um, but Ohio state, uh, their win against Notre Dame looks a lot better. Now it really does. Right? Uh, however, their second best win is Maryland. Maryland has yet to beat a team with a winning record, but Maryland is five and two, but I think they're a counterfeit five and two. And their other best win was Western Kentucky, who just lost last night. So uh, the Buckeyes, though, are four and zero in Power Five games, and uh, you gotta—that's better than Ohio State's. That's better than Ohio State's. And also, how about this? They won at Notre Dame, where Oklahoma's best win was a neutral. So there's that. Uh, at number three, I have the—I'm sorry, at number four, not three. I have the Penn State Nittany Lions. Uh, look, they have Penn State at number seven, and this is a good argument. I was comparing resumes for Penn State and Ohio State, and I think it's it's actually really challenging to do this. I think the way that Penn State has won has been more convincing than Ohio State, and I think that was the deciding factor for me to put Penn State above Ohio State. Uh, the best win, though, for Penn State is a thirty-one nothing win against six and one Iowa. The best win for Ohio State is at Notre Dame by three against a six and two Notre Dame, right? So two, six win teams, essentially uh, the thing is this Maryland's the second best win for Ohio state. Penn State's Second best win is West Virginia. I do believe West Virginia is better than Maryland, but right now Maryland's got a better resume, right? Or I'm sorry, not a better resume, a better uh, win loss record five and two dub V has a better resume, but it's the third game also at Northwestern three and three. Look, I know that win's probably going to be bullshit at the end of the year, but right now we got to honor it. Uh, Northwestern three and three, as opposed to uh, Western Kentucky in Columbus. I think that means a little bit more for Penn State uh, and the way that Penn State's done it. I think means just a tiny bit more, but I can understand the argument. I, I'd be completely okay with them being vice versa, but I think Penn State just has just a little bit better of a resume. Um, at number three, I have the Washington Huskies. It's the AP has them at number five, which I don't understand. So wait, so wait here. Uh, Washington. Let's compare Washington and Georgia's resume. Georgia's best win is Kentucky five and two. Washington's best win is Oregon five and one. Georgia's second best win is Auburn three and three. Washington's second best win is Arizona four and three. Georgia's every other opponent besides that for Georgia is uh, has a losing record. 
where Washington also played uh, Tulsa, who was three and three currently. Um, Washington's resume is better. It's a better resume right now. I don't care what anyone says. It's a better resume right now. Uh, they deserve to be ahead of Georgia without a doubt and, and Ohio state and Penn state. Like I, I feel like uh, when you compare Ohio state and Penn state's resume, now that's where it gets a little, it gets a little interesting, right? I, I did like compare the resumes and I was like, huh? But I do think the, uh, I think uh, the fact that uh, they have been more dominant than Ohio state for sure. But uh, not, I mean, I guess the Penn state one is, is very interesting. You could make a case. Penn state deserves to be higher, but I think the Oregon win is better than the Iowa win. So that was the logic on having Washington number three at number two. I got the Florida state Seminoles. Wait a second. They were two last, last week, last week. And you had Louisville one and they dropped 10 spots. So why are they not number one? I'll make my case in a second. I think it's another great debate though. Uh, Florida state looks fantastic. They beat the shit out of a, a Syracuse team that somehow still has a winning record. And that must matter. Um, here's the logic here now. Okay. Florida state has won at Clemson and against five. And so four and two Clemson and five and two LSU. I think that resume along with Syracuse being four and three at the moment, BC being three and three at the moment is enough that it's better than, you know, Michigan, Penn States and Washington's by a hair, by a hair. Uh, but my number one team, and this is the debate I wanted to have is, uh, is the North Carolina Tar Heels, which I know sounds silly, but here's the logic here. Here's the logic here is, um, Florida state's win against Southern miss is awful. Like Florida state dominated them, but Southern miss sucks. There's nothing that bad on North Carolina's resume. So they both kind of have like, you can make a case. Florida state's wins are better than North Carolina's, right? Although Miami has the same record as Clemson. So you call that a wash, but I don't think there's anything better than LSU's LSU's five and two North Carolina does not have a winning. It's a five and two team. However, North Carolina, they both have played Syracuse. So you scratch that one off. North Carolina also beat three and three Minnesota. And then you get to, so Minnesota against Virginia tech, which I think, or, or Boston college, right? Actually, no, it'd be Minnesota against Boston college. Minnesota is better than Boston college. I feel very confident with that statement. Then you have the other power five that they, they've played. They, they're both five and zero against power fives. Uh, it is a home game against Virginia tech for Florida state versus a neutral site game for North Carolina against South Carolina. I think South Carolina is better than Virginia tech. And I think the fact it's a neutral site game means North Carolina earned it a little bit more. And then when you add in the group of five, they both haven't played an FCS yet. Uh, so they both played one Sunbelt team, one Sunbelt team, Southern miss that has not got an FBS win yet and lost by 52 last night or whatever the fuck the number of it was right against Appalachian state. Who's three and three. I think North Carolina's resume is much better than Florida state's right now. Not when I, I shouldn't even say much better. It's a little bit better. I think that's fair. And I think most people would agree. I know they don't have a, as good as a win as the LSU one, but they also don't have Southern miss who's terrible on that resume, Virginia tech, who's three and four uh, compared to South Carolina and then Minnesota compared to Boston college. I think it favors UNC by a hair. 
Now you could make the case of Florida State played two away games. Well, it was like one and a half. You know? No, it was at Boston College at Clemson. So then they have the neutral site game. That was not neutral though. That was like a Florida State crowd. So um Florida State's kind of played one more away game than North Carolina. You could say that. Uh however, I still think Carolina's bottom of the barrel, like each week they're being tested more than Florida State. A little bit more. So uh that's my logic of having Carolina number one. That's my top twenty-five. This is the database top twenty-five. Did it all in fifty-three minutes, folks. Uh, subscribe to the college football experience. I think that's an honest top twenty-five. I think I don't like North Carolina. I don't like these teams. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm not trying to put them there because I think I like them or something. No, fuck North Carolina. I, I can't stand North Carolina, but they deserve to be number one. All right. In my opinion, based on resume right now, them and Flo- them, then Florida state ACC schools somehow. Uh, but that'll all change in the next couple of weeks. I know obviously we got, we got some big time matchups this week. Can't wait. Remember later tonight, folks, the uh, week eight preview and picks going live five 30 Pacific eight 30 Eastern. Uh, and also uh, make sure you check out uh, the college basketball experience. We have previews coming out left and right. So Hop on over there, check out the college basketball experience. This is the college football experience. Remember, I also do the FCS college football experience. That show will be out tomorrow for our week eight preview and picks there. Also, tomorrow morning, there'll be a DFS show for college football, the FBS, not the FCS. Uh, DFS show going on at, uh, at eight in the morning there, uh, Pacific time. So 11 a.m. Eastern. Check it out, folks, and uh, give me a follow on Twitter at the Colby D. Let me know what you think about the uh, top 25. Uh, also, uh, you know, give us a follow the college football experience at TCE on SGPN. Um, check out all the other feeds. I mean, the bottom line bombs podcast with CJ Sullivan. We're going to do a weekend bombs college football episode tomorrow afternoon. Uh, but check out his podcast. It's fantastic. He was on the Phillies last night and that thing hit also uh sports gambling podcast. I'm going to be a, a guest on their Patreon, uh, Tomorrow we're doing the origin of the database. Check out that and check them out every Friday on VEASAN. Yes. If you've YouTube TV, you have VEASAN V S I N Brent Musburger's network every Friday night, nine o'clock Pacific midnight Eastern live from Las Vegas. Check it out. Get the SGPN app. It's free to download the app store, Google play store. Come talk ball with us in the discord sports podcast.com slash discord until next time, folks, this is the database top 25 week eight style. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Run. We can do it.